Yo, what the fuck is happening? Welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast. We're slowly striving to be the coolest podcast on Mother Earth. I want to thank you so much for all the love and all the support you've been giving me. What a beautiful night in combat sports. You got Amanda Nunez retaining her double champ status, man. She she retains and retires, man. It hurts, man. Mexico could not get a fourth champion man it hurts man i was hoping mexico would get another fourth champion you know mexico been dominating the ufc but um, you know it's a tough it's a tough game you know brazil got the got the w brazil got the w but you can't you know you got to give credit to both both women you know amanda and irene you know irene aldana got a hell of a fucking chin she kept trying to win till the last minute of the fight. You got to give both of these young ladies credit. And I heard a lot of people were talking shit about this card, about this UFC card. You know, that it was going to be shit, that, you know, the fight wasn't going to be good between Amanda and uh, Irene. They said it was going to be shit, that it wasn't worthy to be a pay-per-view event. <clears throat> and, you know. I didn't see it that way. I saw. I thought both young women did a fantastic job. I mean, they made a hell of a fight. Amanda dominated, though. Amanda did dominate. You know, I was thinking Aldania was uh, going to use her boxing skills to just, you know, piece her up. But Amanda just showed that she was, you know, a better striker and a better wrestler and strong. She was so strong. Amanda's the type of fighter that could probably beat easily half the fucking male roster. You know, she could piece them up easily. She's a scary human being. You know, but she retired now, man. I did not see that coming. I did not see uh, that happening. I thought, you know, the third fight with uh, Pena was going to happen. You know? Just just so Amanda could, you know, silence the critics again. But, I mean, they were one for one, you know. And in dominant fashion, you know, this, they both pretty much did their, their fair share in both fights, you know. I feel like Amanda really didn't have anything to prove. She's fought the who's who, beaten the who's who, and, you know, she's, she's, she's the, she was the undisputed champion and double champ for a reason. She just... Did everything, and you know she she's in a new position now where she has everything that she wants. You know she's taken care of. She's made a lot of money. You know she has a beautiful family. She doesn't have to keep fighting no more. And that's kind of the thing to look out for when when you're a combat fighter is when you make it big, you dominate for a good chunk of period of time. You accumulate a lot of wealth and. You've done everything that you've wanted to do, and you've got family now. Eh. It's just, it's just a whole nother ball game to compare it when you're a young, you're a young lion trying to make that statement to be the best. You know, it's just a whole different ball game. And I'd say it's a fair, you know, at the same time, I'd say it's a fair, fair uh, retirement. I don't think there is anything else that Amanda needs to prove. I think she's proven everything. And, you know, I think Pena's a little... I mean, we all got opinions. I think she's just a little bit salty, I guess. Or 
just trying to be, you know, a little, a little, a little punk in kind of a way, you know, pretty much talking, sh still talking shit, knowing that she's not going to get that fight anymore because, you know, Amanda's just not interested. Amanda's not interested in fighting and, you know, you still got Julia over here talking her shit, which she got every right to. I mean, she, she's over here tweeting out that she's scared Amanda into retirement, you know? And, you know, that she'll take it as a compliment. But, I mean, who the fuck knows? I mean, Amanda's still kind of young. She could maybe want her to... She says she's not. She says she's not, but a lot of fighters. Well, one thing that once they retire is that they always want to come back. They always think they still got it. They want to keep on continuing. Especially if they left off. I mean, look at Connor. How many times has he retired and then come back? Retired and then come back. Stop fighting and then come back. Many times. So, I would say I was surprised that Amanda retired, but I would not be surprised if maybe she takes a year off or two, three years off that she'll want to come back and fight again. I mean, that that would not surprise me. But nonetheless... She deserves her praise. She has uh, declared herself, and it, it is, I mean, it has to be declared that she's the greatest, you know, women of all time, the greatest female mixed martial arts of all time. Uh, who, who else could, you know, who else could give her a run for her money? I, I, don't, I don't think anybody else, you know, could. But nonetheless, that was good. And then you had Charles, DeBronx, Oliveira. Get that first round TKO. The guy turned into a fucking Super Saiyan right off the fucking bat, man. You know. Islam, is Islam next? I mean, who the fuck? I mean, Islam, I think Islam still needs to fight Volkanovsky. But at the same time, you know, you got Charles wanting to get his belt back. Volkanovski has to fight uh, Rodriguez. How how is that how is that going to work? I don't I don't understand that. You know that motherfucker's coming back strong. I think he 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 still got it, man. Uh, the could the new Charles Oliveira could could the new Charles Oliveira era spark again? Could he have another long run? Who the fuck knows, man? I mean, fuck. He's proven a lot of doubters wrong his whole life. He's had to prove, you know, that he can he can make it. He's proven that his whole life. He was never supposed to walk again, apparently, prove them wrong. You know, he came to the UFC, starting, his start wasn't looking too good. Everybody, you know, a lot of people were probably talking shit that he wasn't going to be a champion in the UFC. Proved everybody wrong. Oh, it was probably a fluke that he's a champion. Guess what? Beats the top guys. Has an incredible winning streak. And beats the absolute best. You know, Chandler, Gagey, Poirier. You know, he's, those three guys right there fought in the who's who in the UFC are the best in the UFC, have faced the top dogs in that sport. So could Charles Oliveira, could he, will he be back? I mean, Islam's talking, you know, Islam's like, congratulations, but there's levels to this. That's what he tweeted, I believe. So get that rematch. Dana White better book that rematch. I mean, without a doubt, 
I think Charles has to get that. He has to get be the next in line. I mean, I don't see it any other way around it. And if it does, I mean, shit. You already know Makachev is going to work on that fucking wrestling. He's going to try to get him, but I think Charles, he's going to, he, 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 he fucking put the brakes on fucking Darius. He put the brakes on that fucking guy, knocked him out. I thought he was going to choke him out like usual. You know, I thought he was going to try to get a submission win. Didn't go. Didn't go that way. Fucking TKO'd him. Showing that he's got power in those fucking hands. We'll see, man. We'll see. You know, got to praise Charles. Charles is doing a wonderful fucking job. Got to give him his praise now. Now on to boxing. On to boxing. You got Teofimo Lopez proving the world wrong once again that he's back. He's still got it, you know. He's still got it. Beating Josh Taylor, you know, pretty much dominating the whole fight. Dominating the whole fight, you know. Uh, and it's pretty amazing that he's come this far. I mean, he's, you know, stated that he's got a lot of shit going on in his life outside of boxing, you know, dealing with the shit that us normal people deal with, you know, unfortunately, you know, having to battle for his son and uh, going through, you know, a divorce and shit. And, you know, speaking of divorces, let's, let's, let's talk about that. You know, I think... Not only that, you got uh, uh, in the in the UFC, you, you have uh, Mackenzie Dern going through divorce, and a lot of people are praising shit like that. A lot of people are like joking around and saying, "Ah, yay, she's not, you know, she's single now." That's kind of fucked up, you know. I think in a, in a way, that's very fucked up for you know people to be happy that someone's going through a divorce and that they're single and shit, you know, to make jokes like that. I think that's kind of fucking sad. And I know even even now, you know, even in the acting world, you got uh Tom Holland, you know, is going to take a year off from uh from acting. He's going to focus on himself and his life and you know, a lot of people are throwing it out there. And I've even heard that you know, allegedly him and Zendaya split up and People are like, yes, yes, they split up. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that that's the type of world we live in. That people are happy that people are splitting up. Fighters are human beings too, man. They, they go through the same shit that we do, and even on a much bigger scale. Because not only that, they're, they are not only taking care of their lives, but also they're taking care of a lot of other people's lives too. You know, like if you bring in the UFC. Uh, these fighters they got their trainers they got their fucking managers all that type of shit and if they're not doing well in life they're not happy and they're not performing well then that's money being lost and shit not only that that's just more stress added on so you know i think it's kind of fucked up that some of you little dickheads out there are being happy that these uh these athletes, these actors are dealing with, you know, very hard shit to go through. And y'all are out here making it, you know, a joke. And I think it's kind of funny that someone's dealing with divorce, especially when they have kids. You know, the, the, those poor children are going to have to go through some fuck. Like, he's going to, Teofimo Lopez stated that his next battle is going to be fighting for his son in court. You think that child is going to be okay Having seen his mother 
and his dad, regardless of what's going on between them, regardless, because at the end of the day, that child's going to love both his mom and his dad. You think it's funny that a child's going to have to spend time with one parent at a time. See, me all think it's hilarious that these children are going to have to keep going back and forth, back and forth. And then growing up and seeing other kids that have both parents, you know, that go to the same house with both parents. They don't see, you know, serious arguments or petty arguments. They don't have to see any of that. They have to see their uh, uh, their parents go through a lot of stress. And, you know, of course, as a parent, we're they're humans, too. They're going to have moments where they have mental breakdowns. You think that's going to be OK and you think it's funny? That a child is going to have to see that and go through that. That's kind of fucked up. So, you know, congratulations to Teofimo. And hopefully, you know, uh, he he can heal. You know, he can uh, be okay. That he, he'll be okay. You know, he even mentioned retirement, man. He even mentioned retirement. I think he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of uh, adversity or a lot of, uh, negative energy you know floating around him i think i think he uh just needs to he just needs time man he just needs time he's just going through a point in his life where you know it's not going too good but it could add on to his story i mean think about that guy is a fucking dominant guy if you think about i mean he just beat the number one guy at 140 dominated while going through the shit that he's going through, he won. I don't think he, if he does retire, I mean, who the fuck knows? He may, he may retire. I mean, that'd be two retirements in a night. You had Amanda Nunez retire, which was a fair retirement. I'd expect it, but fair. And then you have Teofimo. I mean, I mean, no one at the end of the day can tell these guys that they have anything else to prove. Nobody, you know, especially us normal folks. Us fans, us spectators, we don't really got anything to say to these people that we don't have any right to tell when they should retire or say they got anything else to prove because we just don't know. We've never been in their shoes. You know, Teofimo Lopez, maybe all he wanted to do was be, you know, one of the top in the world. And that was it. Maybe he just wanted to be undisputed and that was it, you know. And then you got guys like Canelo who's achieved a lot. and. He's fought in a lot of people, undisputed, tried to fight the best. You know, I, I've said it a lot. I thought he was been retired when he became undisputed. I thought he was going to retire right there. It'd be a perfect, you know, way to end a career. And he's still young. He was like, what, 31 at the time, maybe? 32? 31, 32? I thought that was a perfect time to retire. But, you know, it's just everybody has different goals. <laughs> Everybody has different standards that they want to be in. So, I don't know. If this is the end for Teofimo Lopez, I hope not. You know, I pray not. I I want to see him fight, you know, the best at 140. Obviously, the one that everybody's pushing for is Devin Haney. And that fight right there, it's a confusing fight. Both fighters undisputed now. Uh, except one, both guys have two opponents Two of the elite opponents in common, both Lomachenko, both George Cambosis. And it seemed like at first I was like, man, I think David Haney is going to beat Tio. 
just because in the fashion that he beat George Cambosis not once but twice. And then he fights Lomachenko, an older Lomachenko. And then, you know, I, again, I believe Devin lost that fight. I do believe he did lose that fight. A lot of people think he lost that fight. Yeah, more people, I believe, thought he lost that fight against Lomachenko. So now the the question at first from a lot of people saying, yeah, Devin Haney would beat everybody. He'd beat Teofimo easily because he's beat, he beat George Cambosis not once but twice in convincing fashion but then had a not-so-good performance against Lomachenko where, you know, Teofimo beat him when Lomachenko was at his best and a lot younger, you know? It brings up to question now is who is better now? Because you had Teofimo Lopez who didn't have a good performance, you know, and then comes back, beats the number one guy, He's now undisputed in convincing fashion. And then you had, again, Devin Haney, who was the opposite of Teofimo Lopez. Had a great fight against uh, Cambosis. Looked amazing. Both fights. And then did not perform so well against Lomachenko. It's like now it's a back and forth. It's like they kind of balance it out. And now who the fuck is better than who? You know? I don't know. I feel like. Damn, that 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 be a it's a good debate now. But if Teofimo retires, if it is true, who will Devin Haney fight next? I mean, there's Shakur, there's Tank. For me, if he decides to stay at one thirty-five, for me, shit, I think Tank beat all. Th- I think Tank's the best, one of the best. He's the he's the mighty he's the mini Mike Tyson. He's got power. He's got speed. He can box. He can counter punch. Looks great. You still got Isaac Cruz. You know you got Isaac fucking Cruz. You got Ryan wanting to go to one forty. There's a lot of shit going on in the boxing world. You know, you got people hating on Canelo Alvarez. Because now the David Benavides fight ain't happening and people are just thinking that, oh, Canelo's ducking David now. But then they, they don't realize that David's going to fight Morel. It's going to be Benavides versus Morel, which I think Morel's taking the fight a little too soon. Like I said earlier, I think he's doing the same shit that Ryan's doing, taking a big fight a little too fast, like... He's, I don't think it's wrong for a fighter to get a couple more fights in. I think a fighter needs to... I feel like a lot of these young fighters are taking a lot of fights too damn fast. I mean, when Ryan was wanting to fight Tank, he didn't have a lot of, you know, elite fighters on his resume compared to Tank. And look what happened. He got beat. He got beat. You know, he, he had his moments. But he got beat. I think that's going to be the same thing with Morel. The only thing is that I think it's that possibly Morel could be could could be David Morel's moment is that they both have the same physical, you know, uh, stats. Both are tall as fuck, both in the six foot, you know, area. Both got long ass arms. Both could, you know, 
way around the same compared to if Benavides fought Canelo, but I don't think Canelo's ducking anybody. You just people just don't see the business side of things. People don't see the business side of things. You know? This fucking in the world we live in, it's all business at the end of the day. It's all money. So people don't understand. people probably don't even know what the fuck is going on. You got I mean, what if Benavides is asking for too much damn money than what he what than what, you know, Canelo wants to give him or, you know, or the you know, Canelo just doesn't see it's a fair thing, you know, or people could be underpaying Canelo. You know? People could be underpaying, people could be overpaying, people just maybe they have other things on the table, you know. It could be that Canelo's scared, but at the same time, it could be that David is scared. There's just a lot of shit going on for people to just automatically assume that it's Canelo ducking to everybody. I mean, when 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 has Canelo ducked people? I mean, he's fought in the best of Britain. He's fought in top guys in America, you know. He's fought in them young. He's fighting them now. He's been constantly trying to beat elite and fight elite fighters. Uh, maybe has a couple mandatories on there. People talk shit about John Ryder, uh, yet they know little. They say who the fuck was John Ryder when John Ryder fought the best of Britain. He's fought in the top guys that Canelo beaten. You know it didn't go his way, but it's just I feel like it's a lot of a lot of fans quote-unquote fans out there that think they know boxing and then just because they they see a guy that they don't know who the who they are they automatically assume they're a shitty fighter <laughs> like I bet you they didn't know that John Ryder fought the best in Britain I bet you they didn't know that he fought Billy Joe I bet you they didn't know he fought Callum Smith Rocky Field. I bet you they didn't know any of that, right? Be- I-, I could put, I could almost bet money on that. And then because they just don't know who the fighter is, oh, he's ducking. Now you could use now, but I mean you could use that. You could use an argument on David Ben. I'm not saying that that's the case, but I don't see why people do the same thing to David Benavides. Oh, you know David Benavides is fighting a guy with you know, a, a little record. He is, you know, a champion. He is an elite fighter already, but he has a little record. He 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 hasn't fought in a lot of people, you know, compared to other fighters. I mean, fuck, you just had Sergei Dervinchenko fight Jaime Munguia last night as well. That was a big-ass fight right there. Why not make a fight? Why not Munguia fight Benavidez? You know, or, fuck, since the Bevel fight's not happening with Canelo, Shit, you could have Mungia versus Canelo. Like you just, there's a lot of shit that people don't even put into question, and they automatically assume that somebody's ducking somebody, or somebody is scared to fight somebody, and they just put out a whole bunch of idiotic shit on the table. Like I know, like for a fact, the fight with Benavidez that's going down is he wants to fight David Morrell. That that's the fight that you know. It's, it's been put out there. People don't. People just don't do their research, and they don't see that. They don't go on. They don't go on these on their little phones and try to go through these websites or these sports, uh, these sports uh, websites or these sportscasters, and they try to get this information. And you know, 
they they just don't do that. They just automatically hear what's put on in uh fucking Instagram. That's all they go based off of. You know? But like I said, who the fuck knows? Like, you just don't know with business. You just don't know in boxing. The Bivol fight may not even be off the table. Maybe they just haven't come to an agreement, you know? Money talks. Money talks. Shit. If you if people offered me three million dollars to fight Canelo, I would. I'd get my ass beat. I'd probably even go to the hospital right off the bat. But fuck, I would have taken it. Get my ass kicked. Get $3 million in checks, you know? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't take the money? You give Bivol a good check, he'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, that's a lot of money. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Cha-ching. There you go. It's just people aren't aware of this, of how business works. A lot of people aren't aware of how the 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 world works you know they're just not aware of it i mean you, again tia female states retirement he says because he only got paid a million dollars for a fight well he fights Devin. guess what i mean they're both both their dads even said it both their dads even said it you had Devin haney's dad and tia female's dad talk about we're gonna make that fight happen 20 million is what it's going to take for that fight to happen. Money talks, people. Money fucking talks. Money will change your fucking mind. Hell, that's why in the first place you see these retired, these folks that retire, especially young like Connor or Amanda, you know, I bet you, you give them enough money. Hey, we'll give you 30 million, uh, like Connor. I mean, what does he fight for now? Fuck, who the fuck knows how much he gets paid for? I'm just going to throw a random fucking number out there. Shit. He, uh, yeah, he said he wants to fight Canelo. I bet you they said, Connor, we'll give you $20 million to fight Canelo. He'll take it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll take it. I'll do it. You know, I don't know a damn thing about boxing, but I'll fight the number, I'll fight the number one guy out there. He'll take it. I mean, fuck, now you got Francis Ngannou wanting to fight Deontay Wilder. Money talks, people. Francis Ngannou's got no business to do boxing against one of the hardest punchers in boxing, arguably in history. You, know, you got the hardest puncher in... MMA versus the hardest punch, one of the hardest punches in boxing. That fight seems good. Then you got John Jones versus Tyson Fury. John Jones even is even willing to go to box. Money talks, people. Money fucking talks. Okay. So before I, I'm just saying, I think it's kind of just I think it's very stupid that people just assume that a fighter is ducking another fighter before they don't know a, they just don't know. They don't have a clue of what the fuck's going on. Now, you got, I mean, and then speaking of Conor McGregor, you got him knocking out a fucking mascot. I mean, at the same time, who, I don't, like Dana White said, why the fuck are these mascots taking punches? I mean, shit, you don't know. That that mascot might be like, man, let me get a check, bro. Let me see if I can get a little check out of it. And I'm not saying that's what's going on, all right? I'm just saying, shit. If I was a mascot, I'd get punched. I'd be like, hell yeah. Let me see if I could collect a little check on the way there. <laughs> knocked him the fuck out. The first punch, I don't think, you know, the first punch hurt him. It looked like the second punch that Connor threw is the one that did the damage. You know, they gave him, they gave the mascot some pain medicine and sent him on his way. But I don't know, man. I think right now, boxing has got a lot of what ifs now. You know, 
is Teofimo Lopez after you know he goes through his personal life uh, he handles that will he fight Devin Haney will he have the rematch against Josh Taylor will Shakur fight Devin Haney will Lomachenko get the rematch and then you got yeah now you got Devin's dad not wanting to give Lomachenko the the rematch saying that the fight wasn't even close I, I don't know what the fuck kind of fight they they he saw you know, I know you believe in your son. There's nothing wrong with a dad believing in their son. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's I feel and also speaking about dad, I feel like a lot of these fighters that have their dads in mainly in boxing, a lot of these boxers that have their dads in their corner, I feel like they're letting their dads make a lot of their choices for them. You know. And you see them argue a lot like you see Teofimo's dad trying to always and you know even even Tommy Fury you got a lot of these dads out here you with even with Danny Garcia and all you got a lot of these dads out there that are talking shit for their sons or making moves for their sons and making fights without their sons for their sons they're doing a lot of the movements for their sons i just i i feel like sometimes at some point you got to let your you got to let your kids decide what they want to do you know you just got to let them you got to let them speak their speak their mind you got to let them do what they want to do and i feel like that's also what's holding a lot of these fights back is that a lot of these a lot of these boxers they have their dads in their corners and they're trying to dictate what's next for them and you know man it's not all of them it's not all of them but a lot of them are that way so i don't know you know i don't know i think i think i i, I kind of talked a lot about today i think that's what i really wanted to get off my mind is speak on the events that happened uh last night it was a pretty good night for combat and you know we'll see if Devin fights Tio I think Tio takes it man I take I'm gonna go with Tio Fimo just because you know of the Lomachenko fight. I mean ah, I don't know though because when he fought Cambosis it was a close fight and then you had Devin Haney who made it look like a breeze it's thrown up in questions I don't I, I really don't know if it comes by knockout i think it'll be more teofimo i think teofimo has more power than devin haney he has more strength but if it comes to maybe by points i think devin haney will take it just because he's he can he, he can box it's 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 a question for me but i think that's all i wanted to talk about today i want to say thank y'all so much for the continued love and support that y'all been giving me i want to say thank y'all for being patient with me i'm slowly trying to get better with this so thank y'all so much for all the love and support and remember be extraordinary never settle for ordinary take it easy